Hello. We are here. We're here. Oh, feeling peppy. And are we feeling peppy? I am because we talked for 20 minutes um, oh, before you feel we war- started rolling. Yeah, so I did a vocal yeah. warm up called socializing <laughs> and business. We did business. I- yeah, you call you did your favorite form of vocal warming. <laughs> your favorite form of vocal warm up, a quick business meeting. Yeah, Tony, Tony loves. It's also what, my favorite type of social hang. A yeah. quick, efficient Tani's, business meeting. As far as Tony's process as an artist goes, what mm-hmm. she needs is like 10, 15 minutes of planning. Yep. A little Just bit a of good plan, a good mm-hmm. a couple of jokes. Little roadmap. What's the uh-huh. roadmap for 2022? Yeah. What are our what are our objectives? What are our targets? Mm-hmm. Goals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Talking about hitting metrics. Uh-huh. Um it's a little, little bit, bit of that. A little bit of data analysis. Well, just a tiny amount of data analysis. And a, and a joke here and there, because I'm a cool boss. Hey, everybody log cool on to the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Pretty early. <laughs> Let's do some bits. What's that you got in your background? Ted, a plant? Is that a plant you got? <laughs> Look at Ted's plant. Good luck. I hate to be that plant. Okay, now turn to page four <laughs> of the report. <laughs> that was when I worked at Comedy hey, plant, Central. Blink if you need help. <laughs> My favorite was like boss knew they had to keep it light. Although actually this has happened sometimes when showrunners are stressed too. They're like, they know that they have to start things off light, but then it's like, okay, okay, okay but let's get to that uh, joke on page 10. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, ha, 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 we're, we're laughing great now. Ha, 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 but we, do, we actually really do have some things we have to tackle before we start today. Yeah, we have some pretty um, serious story problems. In- <laughs> um, Engineer Brett and I used to work with someone that would do that to him, and it was always like, oh, not too far, but just like odd. Like we would get on Zoom and he would say to Brett, what are those pillows behind you? <laughs> and he'd be like, they're just pillows from my couch. And he would go, interesting choice. Um, all right, let's get started. <laughs> just just some nice boss Zoom negging. That's what we oh, all need, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, welcome to the podcast, Yo, Is This Racist? Oh, it's still this Yo, Is This Racist? Where We're me, Tani Newsom, and my co-host, Andrew T., and our producer, Kevin Bartell, listen to your uh, voicemails about racism. But first, Ooh. we get into a little bit of current events. I say fr- frightened because who knows? Oh, Kanye West made White Lives Matter shirts. Oh, my God. Um, that's like, pretty. We just don't need. I saw a tweet that just said, we need to spend less time talking about Kim Kardashian's ex-husband. And yeah. that's truly how I feel. The man has just proved himself to be. I don't know. Ever since I I. I've never read a book, Kanye. Literally said I've never yeah. read a book proudly. I'm just like, why why are we putting any stock in what you've said? The yeah. mega created some great up. songs. We we yeah. were excited by your music for a time and now there's so much music, y'all. Yeah. We literally don't need him. Mm-hmm. It's um it's really yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to bring it up because it is like unconscionably boring <laughs> in a pretty like mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, you are like not even sharp because here's here's what i will say i was like you know as as someone relative to other like conservatives as someone like conservative clever like Mm -hmm. you know the cleverest conservative ever at this you know working today i was like oh i'm 
you know, not like curious, but I'm like, I wonder what he'll do, what like version of conservatism, what originality. And mm-hmm. it is truly like amazing. I mean, I guess it's, it is because like that ethos is just about repeating old shit. Literally, that's the point of it. It's living in the past. But mm-hmm. it is genuinely surprising how nothing he has in this. Mm-mm. Like it mm-hmm. is just like there is nothing. You have you you can't even do something new for fun. You're you're repeating shit that like con, you know MAGA Twitter bots say, which is just right. like shockingly unimaginative. Honestly, in a way that I was like, that's it. That's all you got, dude. That's so sad. Yeah. No, it's just like when stupid people think they're saying something profound and they're just loud and t- ten ten yeah. years ago. But it's just like it was like Kanye West has had the capacity to be clever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. what else happened? Like, oh, it's like such a weird, just, uh, it, I mean, I, that's, that is the thing. That is like, to me, the like crux of conservative comedy. It's like, because the ideas are by nature regressive, it is like so impossible to come up with anything new. At best, they just say an old thing in a slightly different way. And then they latch onto that in a way that's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it's, yeah, that's sort of um, the main thing. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a bunch of LA shit that I don't know, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess, sad. Uh, I think something probably also worth um, saying is that, you know, whatever um, mental issues uh, Kanye has or have, you know, that is going on with him. Um, mental illness doesn't like make you a bad person. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, there's lots of mentally ill folks who are not fucking doing white lives matter shit. And that's like probably worth saying also. Yeah. Yes. Very much. Absolutely. Um, and if you're torn, I mean, we talk about this a lot, but you know, there's new listeners every day. Welcome. We're sorry. Um, yeah, we're mo- we're mostly sorry. <laughs> if you got a huge bunch of, if you're just the biggest Kanye fan, if you know when, I don't know, late registration came out, you were like, yep. "This speaks to my soul. This is my entire personality," and you're mourning that. Just know you're allowed to listen to whatever music you want in private, in your home, in your car. Yep, you're allowed to listen to whatever. Any problematic person that you want yeah. at home. One of my favorite music documentaries of all time is Hail Hail Rock and Roll about one Mr. Chuck Berry. And we're not going to get into Chuck Berry's crimes and why mm-hmm. he is not a person I should publicly be celebrating. Mm-hmm. But I'm just using it as an example of something I watch privately in my home. And if I weren't using it as an example for this, would not tell a soul yeah. <laughs> how much I like it. So, well, and there's, But there's also like... The music meant one thing to you, and the artist either has changed or is different than you thought. But he was always bad, and I just didn't know. Yep. Uh-huh. Still, yeah, it can still be a a thing that you like on a level. I don't know that that is me reaching a little bit because I am like, as you know, longtime listeners will probably be aware. Like, uh, probably like there's something wrong with me. Levels of unsentimental about old shit. I'm just like, yeah, it's, right. who cares? I can let I can let anything go. I'm not attached to any like art in a way mm-hmm. that 
I know is not how most people are, but I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I don't know. There's always new music. It's fine. I just like don't, I don't lament it because I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sociopath who can compartmentalize or, or yeah. I can't, well, I, or if, if their crimes are too much and it's made it so that I can't enjoy the music, I, then I, then I'm not sad. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can't enjoy this anymore. Yeah. I think uh, we're kind of describing the same thing. I just, my bar is much lower. Like, I'm like, oh, sure. no, it's fine. <laughs> but um, actually on that note, I I, uh, I I did a podcast, I think this last week, uh, my friend uh, Dino's uh, podcast, I think it's called Problematic Fave. Shoot, I went on with Ken Chang, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. But um, the the show is, is about, um, you know, quote unquote problematic pieces of culture that you like. And I cheated a little bit because normally it's people like going on and being like, you know, I actually like whatever breakfast club or, or, or whichever, you know, 16 candles. Is that the racist Mm -hmm. one? Um, (laughs) They're probably both racist or whatever. There's a lot happening. (laughs) Um, And I was able to latch on to Ken's problematic, quote unquote problematic fave. One of his problematic fave movies is Manhattan. Um, by you know one Woodrow Allen, and mm. I have always hated it. So I was able to just snipe and be. But I, I guess I'm just like I don't know. I, I, I don't have quote unquote problematic faves because it is so easy for me to jettison anything. I guess. I'm sure. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Bye. Yeah. And I feel like um, every, it's just kind of like everyone's on like a spectrum of that. Like some people have a really hard time and yeah. I'm probably somewhere in the middle and you're just probably somewhere on the end, the other end of like, nah, who fucking I'm, cares? I'm, I'm so this out far the to one end that, again, I worry that something's wrong with me. I'm just like, <laughs> shouldn't I be more attached to culture? People love culture. Yeah. I'm just not. I don't know what to say. It, yeah, you know, we need we need you we need the use of the world so that when society burns down, you'll be the one able to rebuild without being too precious about the past. Yeah, too dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one. Like like in the movies where like we preserved one copy of of mm-hmm. mice and men. I'm like ass. Ah, Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> we need to start this fire. <laughs> I'm trying See? to. I'm trying to of mice and eat right now. Hey. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, see, this is this is what we need. The prepper in me recognizes the the j- jettison tendencies in you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 We. Need I'm just it. like. I. I'll summarize it for you later. Let's burn it now. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Also. Uh, Great British Bake Off did is doing Mexican Week, I guess, right now. Oh, and yes, it is, I've heard about that. Oh, ex- boy. Ex- I will say this. I'm not a uh, viewer of Great British Bake Off. I know people love it for Me being, quote-unquote, so, like, kind and, quote-unquote, nice. But It's the um, Ted Lasso of competition baking shows. Well... It's it's Ted Lasso, but without like literally at least Ted Lasso, you know, doesn't do Mexican week. Doesn't do Mexican week. <laughs> uh, I did. Someone pointed out they did Japanese week a couple like last year, I guess, and it was like similarly super racist in that like mm. quote unquote good natured racist way that British people do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a whole bit with 
sombreros and saying one more time kind of shit. But also there's a there's a there's a clip on Twitter of someone peeling an avocado with like 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 a pair a paring knife and it is so bonkers. <laughs> wow. I mean truly it's like so bonkers. <laughs> Never in my life have I experienced more fucked up cuisine than and maybe it's just because you know, growing up in California, Mexican food is something I feel familiar with. But when you go to Europe or when you go anywhere else where they're trying to do Mexican food, I have never seen something get so just blatantly fucked up. Just all of the flavor profiles are just so wrong. Everything just tastes vaguely Italian. Everything's just drowned in like a marinara type. It's so it's strange. really wild. The other thing is because you know I'm a below deck stan, um, and so there's all these like Aussies and Kiwis on the boat cruise, and anytime there tend to be like some American chefs here and there, and anytime these chefs are making like Mexican style meals, like they'll make huevos rancheros or something for breakfast, the way the stewards say the the names of these dishes is always like. I'm always terrified when the chief stew comes out and they'll 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 subtitle it exactly how he or she says it which is yeah. so such a fucked up drag. She'll come out with like these huge plates of eggs and be like, "All right, so the the chef is made Herreros and Charis." <laughs> it's like spelled with 6 Rs. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so oh, funny wow. and sad. So, did it's just, Great British Bake Off sh- get dragged for it? Did they get in trouble? Well, they didn't get in... I don't know who they would get in trouble to. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think... I think. I mean, because like, apparently, again, they just do this once a year. They they pick a, you know, ethnicity, I guess, and mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. what they consider good-natured humor around it, but it is just racist. Um, sure, but, sure, mm-hmm. sure. I think I'm sure they would claim it's all in fun. Love. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I will it change anything? Doubtful, but it was a racist. Yes. Um, <laughs> what's the other thing? I mean, the the little uh, thing that just is coming up as we're recording now, but um, fucking racist ass city council member uh, Nuri Martinez. I uh, was, you know, there is caught on tape mm. saying racist stuff about um, uh, a black child. Um, so I don't Tracks. know. Get the fucking. Um, it, it, if you're in LA, but also if you're anywhere, like vote for your fucking, like national politics is one thing. And I know people, you know, are motivated um, and those, you know, do what you can, but just also remember that the shit starts from your local shit. Like, like our LA city council passes all these incredibly racist, especially anti-black policies. And, um, even though they are quote unquote Democrats, they are conservative as fuck and racist mm. and anti-black. So um, do what you can to change it. Um, I think I said this last week, but I'll, I'll reiterate, I'm still getting all these ads for Mitch O'Farrell and it is like mm-hmm. fucking disgusting that he's portraying himself as like voting, you know, as um, being any sort of um, progressive person mm. even. And, you know, I, I will just say, um, I know I've led a relatively sheltered life, but the uh, like assault 
that uh, by the LAPD on uh, the residents of Echo Park a couple years ago that he ordered at fucking midnight violent mm. uh, assault was the most fascist shit I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I will never, ever, ever forget it. Um, and fuck that guy. Um, you know, send money to Ugo. Vote for Ugo if you can. Um, obviously, don't let fucking Rick Caruso, who gave millions of dollars to the people who overturned Roe versus Wade. Mm. Um, but And do this for your town. I know I'm just talking about LA because I'm here, but this is for everywhere. Um, this is how you actually make lives better. Not that national stuff is not important, but, you know, it's a... Uh, this is one way your like power and your energy can really affect souls in the way that you can see. Okay. Yeah. Well put. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like I know I beat the same drum every time around election day. You always but... say that, but like it's, this is <laughs> this is this is podcasting. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it, if we weren't saying the same fucking thing over and over again, would we really be a podcast? Hey, this whole show is just. <laughs> Stop doing weird racist shit. Yeah. Hey. That's it. Fucking racist as you were cut, before. Cut it out or tell the people doing it to you to cut it out. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Just said in different combinations. So ain't nothing yeah, new. Yeah. That's um, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, much in the way that Kanye remixes his tunes, we all are right, simply all remixing right, all right. the theme. I'm loving it. Of Ooh. this show, which is don't Ooh. be a bigot. Please, for please. the love of God. <laughs> you think if we put try. please on the ends of all, everything we, we say here, it would work? It would work better? <laughs> please. 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 Don't be a racist, please. Please. <laughs> Let's is, that how we're, is that how we're doing a commercial? Buy whatever we're talking about in this commercial. Please. Please. Well, speaking of, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to tell you some other stuff. And then we'll probably remember another news thing that we forgot about. We'll listen to a voicemail. We'll be like, oh, we should have said this at the top of the show. And then we'll end Damn. the show. And that's yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. We back? I'm back. Edie, Edie the dog, I think is just straight up going to drink one quart of water behind <laughs> me right now. I'm sorry, I have to do this. E E E E D and the dog. I don't know why it just was in there, and I had to get it out. I'm so sorry. It's like a pebble Edie. in my shoe. Edie, yeah, you Edie. <laughs> no, I had to. It was a rock in my shoe, and I had to just shake it out real quick. A a rock and roll god in your <laughs> shoe. I wonder how many people's at like radio DJs said, but 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 Benny and the Jets by uh 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 Elton John. <laughs> no one, no one said that, Kevin. It doesn't work. <laughs> there needs to be more. P please, DJs, please. Please, DJs. It's please. worse than Ed. E e also, yeah, didn't I say Ed uh, uh, and the dog? You did, but actually, that works for me. <laughs> Nothing works. <laughs> I I thought it was fine. I'm loving it. Oh God. Um, please just turn on the voicemail. <laughs> Hi, Tony, Andrew, Kevin, guest. I'll try to keep this short, so I'll be leaving out details that aren't necessary for the story about my white city ex-bosses. 
I am also white with vague indigenous heritage on both sides of my family. I used to work for a small local retail shop in Oregon that sold uh, trinkets and gadgets. We got in a line of dream catchers from some random manufacturer, and one of my old coworkers uh, is indigenous and very connected to her culture. She told our manager how fucked up it is to buy mass-produced dream catchers and profit off of them. When the manager told the owner she shouldn't buy them again, the owner not only said no, but said if anyone had a problem with it, they could prove what tribe they came from, and she'd consider whether to order them again. My indigenous coworker put in her two weeks notice and got fired without reason before they were up. Uh, I love the show. Thank you. Bye. Damn. Yeah. Welcome to this show. It's just fucked up story time. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, that's I, all that was. Just like, damn, that's fucked up story. It was a little fucked up story time. It, I, I guess I kind of just wanted to like... I don't know. Maybe maybe as I was listening, it was one of those moments of like, I don't know why I thought we would be in some kind of shape to figure out real advice. But it, is there like, I guess, I guess my main thing that I wanted to mention is like the impulse that callers have uh, when it's fucked up story time to be like, I won't name them. I just, I won't, I'll, I'm going to leave out. Mm. I'm like, Why? Why it does feel like we have this culture of like, and not like blaming the caller at all because it is because it's it is this good thing where like, I mean I, I feel like I I have it too like anytime I talk shit about like old bad jobs I'd be like mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to like and partially it's because like there are people there individuals that you like even though the system's horrible and even though there are individuals there that this is mm-hmm. the poor horrible people, but. It is this thing where it's like kind of the one actual recourse you have for shit like this in the moment is like, tell everyone, tell everyone that your racist boss did this thing and refuses to stop doing it, even though in this case, like an indigenous person was like, this is racist. Um, Name and shame. It feels very like, I don't know, to me, this feels like weirdly waspy in a way of like oh you don't want to like shame people it's it's not a good look to like call people out by name or it's unbecoming which really traces back to i mean like you know uh uh, stigmatizing gossip is very deeply sexist because the way that you know women throughout centuries have had to share information about dangerous situations and people and men is through you know surreptitious communication techniques so the, yeah. the, this this societal idea of of you know gossip being shameful really is a tactic to like silence yeah. you know minorities and people with less power so yeah. while th- this idea that like gossiping makes you look bad or like talking about people in this way makes you look petty it's like no no, no. we've been taught yeah. that so yeah. that we're quiet about you know yeah. people in power f- fucking up all the rules of politeness just have like it's that like southern charm, southern politeness, truly which is is everywhere too. But I, I guess I single that out probably unfairly. But it's, it's like, just... yeah, all the like everything that is like, oh, that's rude. Oh, we don't talk about this because it's uncouth. Is right. just us buying into protecting power. I think to me the yeah. the one that's most obvious at work is like, oh, we don't talk about how much money we make, and it's like that yeah. is literally how they fucking oh, hold us up. down. No, I know, (laughs) but it's hard. It's hard to like, it feels weird because it's been so, or maybe it did, maybe it feels weird to me because I'm a 
brainwashed stooge. But um, it really is like the first time I started doing it, I was like, this feels like a big transgression. It is a big, mm-hmm. felt like a big taboo and it felt very aggressive, even though it is like, it just isn't, it shouldn't be. It is simply a tool to keep workers down. Right. And, you know, if anyone is uh, wanting to do that and and struggling with, like, the language of it, what I've started saying, especially to, like, male peers of mine, also because Hollywood's a crazy world where, you know, people doing the same exact job get paid a a hundred times what the person next to them is being paid because of a variety of factors. So even understanding that, what I've started to say specifically to my male peers is I ask, are you comfortable being transparent about fees so that I can ensure parity for myself? And what I make sure that they know is that I've only ever had one colleague turn me down. They will remain nameless just so I don't end up in TMZ. Um, But only one male colleague said, no, I don't want to do this. It'll affect our friendship. And I was like, well, this has right now. Um, Yeah. But also it's like, yeah, it's like to the extent that you can be a good person. If you're overwhelmingly a man who has to say that phrase, you need to go back to your boss and be like, hey, pay my coworker equal or I pay, will tell pay everyone. Her equal. Yeah. But that coworker was also like, we have different experience levels, which I was like, oh, I know. There, there's not, you know, it doesn't always mean that I'm looking to make exactly what you are. But what I am doing is gathering information. Mm-hmm. Hello, back to the <laughs> gossip, trading information in order to build a, an understanding of, you know, in order yeah. to get a ballpark and a rubric. Mm-hmm. So... But the other thing that I always make clear is that, like, wh- whatever they tell me, I, there's no world in which we need to be upset with each other. We didn't choose these yeah. sums to pay ourselves. Yeah. We our our enemy is always the big boss up top. So, like, yeah. I on the prize, workers unite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure your it coworkers really know it's it ain't about them. Um, yeah, but all that shit, like gossip, like you know, just like like. Like being quiet about things that, you know, the stiff upper lip shit, like being Mm -hmm. quiet about things that bother you. It's all just like a, a, it's, it's, I guess the British probably invented it now that, or like, it's all like from feudal times, right? Like, this is how you, this is the only way to maintain um, a fucking disgusting, uh, unfair society like that is to tell lower people that this is a virtue. Like all of the things that hurt them are virtuous. Yeah. Um, so name this fucking stupid store. And yeah, also just the, the idea that this, that this white person is like, prove to me that you're actually native and then that's I'll consider not well, selling yeah. anything. Like they were always a piece of trash and uh, yeah, but that, that's a thing. It's anymore. like, it's like that, you know, that statement, hold that up to the square of public opinion because that shit is fucking disgusting. Um, oh man, on the politeness yeah. tip, actually, I, I had a really weird moment on Skid Row yesterday. I was, uh, out with Solidarity and Snacks. Um, if anyone, uh, feels like donating to a local mutual aid effort in, uh, Skid Row, Los Angeles, uh, I think it's at Solidarity and Snacks on Venmo, but you can find them. Um, but, uh, it's a mutual aid group that I try to help with. And, um, someone asked me like what church I was with and, mm. I was like, oh, I'm not religious. I just do this because it's like the right thing to do and it's good and I like doing it. And the amount that this woman was like mad at me in her face was like very weird. 
Was um, she a resident there or was she a fellow like volunteer? No, like a resident. Um, okay. But it was just like very like, huh, like it's She so wanted weird. you to be with the church. I guess. I don't know. It's like, I look, this is obviously verging into territory where it's like, I'm not religious, but like, I get it. People are. And it, <laughs> religion can motivate people to do good things. Also a lot of sure. horrible things, but um, it was, this, it's this very weird thing. It's like from, from the um, small amount of time I've spent on Skid Row, it is like, it feels like the religious people just pop in to do it, to make themselves feel better and then leave. And mm. like, I'm like, I don't know who's doing the writer thing, but I don't know. Sorry. I was just on this politeness tip and like turning like suffering into a virtue to me. That's like, you know, this like religion uh, in general. I was like, hmm. Well, there is, is a like. Is, I, I, don't, I should I, not have. I should not have gone down this tangent, but it was. In my you're program. right. It's not it's not for us to really talk about. <laughs> but I was thinking like. I can see a world where a, a resident of Skid Row, you know, who is religious and that being something hopeful that they're hanging on to. And then someone with your like privilege and access saying, I don't need that might be frustrating to them, but that's not yeah. your fault. You answered honestly. This is just, well, this is just people meeting. <laughs> I also, I also, I, I do think to me, it's a little important to just tell people that you don't need to be motivated by fucking fear of the afterlife to help your community or make sure your community is more equitable as in as much as you can. Um, Cause we've had this problem too, with like people who are religious coming to our like supply distros and handing out like, first of all, right. they're not helping. They're not helping it. They're not helping with anything other than religious propaganda but also mm -hmm. it's like this thing where it sort of starts to imply that a condition of receiving any yes. aid is like the religion. Wow. I'm so sorry. I You guys are really being nice and letting me fucking rant on a very bizarre tangent, but it really clearly bothered me more than I realized. Well, I wonder I if part that. of it too is like the assumption of if you're not religious, you're like not untrustworthy but like maybe they're associated with like oh if this person isn't religious like maybe they're trying to like scam me or something like maybe they're with yeah. like a yeah. company that's trying to scam Who you me here with yeah exactly. but it's like what a fucking dark worldview that like no one would would could possibly help unless they have an angle and religion yeah. is the most benign one because at least you can understand the fake ass concept of hell like yeah good god I'm sorry. This is all, everything that has come out of my mouth in the last 10 minutes is my opinion only, and Tani and Kevin are not to be taught. I've said what I think. I think whatever, it was good you were uh, honest. I think, yeah, you, you know, you had an honest conversation with that person. You were still providing, you know, support to them. Mm -hmm. Maybe I they have a different way to think about things. Maybe they just hate your guts, but they still got, you know, some support from you. It was so bizarre. I was just like, just when I said I'm not religious, like... She was like just visibly angry, and I was like, "That's Come interesting." But that's the other <laughs> I, thing that I mean, you know like, this what better than any of us. What matters more, the fact that I'm here or the fucking weird? Duh. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I was just gonna say that I think having um, honest conversations with the residents of this place that you are there to support is the only way to treat people like the humans that they are. Like, yeah. there's no need to tiptoe just because they're in different circumstances than you. 
you're going to have honest, normal conversations. I don't know. Sometimes when people volunteer, I'm sure you've seen this more than any of us here. They, you know, they, they, they treat them like they're children or they treat them like they don't have the same comprehension skills as them or they, I don't know. You're just, you're just people. Um, anyway. Oh, thanks for letting me get that off my chest. I was, this was in my head more than I thought. Uh, did I, did I selfishly then take this question completely into derail town? Dream catchers. To derail road? To... Uh, uh, yeah. This place I mean, sucks. You should have shamed them. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking just like what in what world? In what world do they need to be protected? I know it's like the caller said it was for time. But like, I feel like you you left out the single most crucial thing, which is who the fuck are these like disgusting racists tell people mm-hmm. um all right another voicemail another voicemail yeah let's do it hi andrew tony and producer kevin um i am a white lady who teaches seniors at an almost entirely latino high school um so they're almost adults not children i know you're not children experts um <laughs> so when discussing race and racism in my class um, I have my students will often sort of hesitate to say the word black um, or do the awkward uh, African-American that you so often discuss on the podcast. Um, and I'm wondering if I should correct them. Many of them will be going on to college next year, and I don't want them to get roasted by future classmates. But because they live in a part of the California Bay Area, that is almost entirely Latino, they don't know any black people. Um, so I model There's no black the, people you know, there. calling black people black people like a normal person, um, but they still <laughs> sort of have these weird hang-ups. Um, should I correct them or just let it go and let the world teach them this lesson? Thank you so much. <laughs> sounds like it's Sounds like it's for somebody else to correct, but you, right? you keep doing you. You keep doing. You keep just saying normal things, and yeah, and just let I, them sort it out once they run into some. You know, they'll go to college. They'll go. They'll join the workforce. They're gonna find black people somewhere. I so that was my initial uh, thought, and again, I'm just speaking from like shit that I can see sometimes. Obviously, I don't have... I'm not black. You guys know this. Um, Everyone knows this. Uh, There might be some listener that's like, wait, what? (laughs) There definitely has been in the past. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But, um, because initially, you know, I think uh, all of our reactions are like, yeah, this is a a lesson for the world. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's like, once you get... Once you have, like... I don't know, some critical mass that is not very large number of actual black friends, this gets taken out of you pretty quickly. And it is also true that like nothing is more powerful. Like a white person can say it's okay to say black, or in this case, a Chinese person can say it's okay to say black as much as they want. It (laughs) doesn't compare to a black person just being like, just say black, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Don't say, you sound weird when you say African American. You sound like you don't have black friends. And then there's I some mean, black people who do still like hearing people say African American. I don't understand them, but they exist. Yeah, of course. So, 
I think you but that's just... that's where the that's where the critical mass comes in. I think once yeah. you have like somewhere between I don't know four to ten actual black friends, the yeah. consensus will coalesce. I'm, I'm making very like, wild proclamations just, today. What's wrong with me? I, I also just like does maybe this this is a more scholarly approach. If you do want to correct them again, I don't think you need to. My first point of advice is let them live, and you just keep doing you. Um, yeah. But like, especially in the Bay Area, so uh, whatever. I don't know exactly where you are, but th- like, black encompasses people that are not American which becomes more and more important, just like the more online you are, like more of these children's friends, these almost adults' friends that are black are going to be not from America. Mm-hmm. And in California, there's a ton of black people that are not American. So like, you're not going to call some dude from Ghana African-American. You sound like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So just say black. You could try, you could try I, saying African-African. Yeah, try African African. (laughs) See what happens. This is my African African friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Amelia Padilla ass. The African African gentleman over there. It's always gentleman too. Yes, uh, the African American gentleman who. If you're seriously so afraid of, but okay, so which gets to part two of my thought, which was yes, obviously you should just let the world slap slap some sense into these uh, children. However. This is also sort of exactly how that fear of black folks is how um, children that say African-American become adults that say (laughs) African-American. Don't become an adult who says African-American. You know what I mean? It's just like this fear compounds. And and even though I think we can glibly say, like, once you get a couple black friends, this shit will get sorted out. Lots of people go through life not having black friends. Yep. Sure. Um, and this is sort of like this fear of like black folks, even if it's well-ish meaning of like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. creates right. that. So then I was like, all right, so what kind of, do we have real advice? And my solution is I don't, I can't think of anything. So what, what did the callers say they teach? Is it a subject? Do they say the subject? I didn't catch it, but I don't think they did. I, well, I, if it's English or something, assign some books by black authors that say black a lot in them, and like maybe just start getting them used to shit. That is where true. people I talk mean, normal. <laughs> there is probably look if you really, really are a white teacher that wants to sort the shit out. I <laughs> if think you, you can really swear you're a white teacher. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I mean, it's just like if you really want to make this shit work, there is some world where the 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 just like the preponderance of culture, you yeah. you will vanishingly rarely see a black person say African American, especially a black person Unless younger they're in than politics and they're like, trying yeah to younger than say like forty five maybe sure. <laughs> oh sure. But like, yeah, just like a normal black person, again, vanishingly rarely says African-American, whereas white people who don't have black friends overwhelmingly say African-American. And there feels like a kid could make that connection eventually, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, it's just like, I just feel like that's like actually just observable. You can watch enough TV and movies and figure that out. Yep. Like you don't actually, I, an, I don't. 
Well, I was just going to say, I have an off-mic story for you guys about this. I'm sorry to tease the listener, but I cannot possibly set my career into flames with this story. So <laughs> just know that it's real fun. <laughs> no, I mean, look, here's the, here's the other side of it. Is it doesn't make you a bad person to say African-American necessarily. It's, no. sort of a, it's sort of irrelevant. I mean, it's not great. <laughs> it's it, not it's, like an it's asset. It's honestly fine. It's not a slur. It's not a... It's a... It's a it's a right. a, a, a a low neutral. It's a it's an uncomfortable neutral. So let's just pick up there. Uh, we had a little technical difficulty, but we are back. But we should probably let just <laughs> we're we're done. We did the whole show. We're done. We did a show. We love you. Um, uh, if you want more from us, you can go yes. to suboptimalpods.com. It is the optimal place to subscribe to andrew and tani's podcast <laughs> that is where we are doing premium content is at suboptimal pods and it is so much fun because it is not all racism so if you like us and if you like the hangout vibe and you want to support this free ass show that you just listen to for, for free you freeloader mm -hmm. that's a really easy way to do that and there's mm -hmm. lots of ways there's even just like a little tip jar if you want to throw us literally one dollar uh that mm -hmm. helps us continue to make this show that is about a tough topic so go over there suboptimalpods.com once again uh to make this announcement just in case people don't listen to the end or whatever uh we have an option that is supposed to be a joke option of for 100 i will unblock you on twitter because i block everyone for almost no minor reason offenses. frequently uh, -huh. uh and usually i assume that's a joke but um uh nate pointed out that we have enough of them that there's a potential some of them are not a joke um However, we obviously I have blocked these people. So, so if you need uh, uh, DM either the Yo is this racist Twitter account or the at suboptimal pods Instagram account, mm -hmm. if you need to be unblocked by Andrew and you gave us your hundred dollars and sent us a little screenshot of your uh, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, thing. I have a list of names, but I was like, I don't, I can't search. Through you can't search for them. You, you there's no them. way to there's no way to search for the literally forty thousand ish mm -hmm. oh, 20, 30, probably close to thirty thousand. Uh as far as I know, Twitter doesn't offer a search function for that list. Like I, I tried and I was like, I can't find any of these people. I don't know. I assume it was a joke anyway, so I didn't try too hard. But listen, mm -hmm. if it's not a joke and your feelings are hurt, uh I am probably sorry, unless you're a terrible person, in which case, thank you for giving me your money. I'm probably gonna block you again real soon. Um Love but, it. We love it. Uh, other than that, three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine. Race. Leave your voicemails. There's lots of nice weird ones. Um, and yeah, we're kind of like coming up on end of the year stuff. But um, if uh, yeah, let us know. Don't at Tawny uh, nope. at Tawny Newman. But um, feel free to at me at Andrew T or possibly at Kevin J Bartel. Um, if you have like just things you'd like to see people like you see back, if we do like some kind of like year end thing, we'll, we'll see what we can yeah. do. We're, we're working on some stuff, but yeah, we're going to be honest. Things can mm -hmm. change. The ideas are fluid. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, uh, that's it for this show this week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Bye. This is Suboptimal.